Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome. I'm George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder, and this is the Leveling Up Podcast. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And in today's episode, we are talking about the importance of managing your perspective. If you do not manage your perspective, then someone else, potentially external influences will come in and they will sink you by hijacking your perceptions. So today we're talking about how your perspective is your life raft. It's the thing that's going to keep you afloat. It's the thing that's going to keep you above the turbulent waters is going to stop you from getting pulled down, sunk and drowned in your own potential fears, anxieties, worries, misery, depression, sadness, woefulness. There's a lot going on right now. And as this episode is being recorded, as it's coming out to you right now, the UK and across the world, we are once again being absolutely bombarded and battered almost to death with negative messaging. That negative messaging goes in unconsciously, even if consciously you think that it's not as bad as you're being told. Consciously, you're sitting there feeling like governments are overreacting or even worse, maybe governments are manipulating the situation or certain businesses are manipulating the situation to their own gain, their own benefit. It doesn't really matter on what you kind of really believe is going on right now. If you believe that what's going on right now is scary, fearful, if you believe that it's a threat to you, then of course, you're going to have that threat response, okay? At its minimalist, it's going to be a sense of doubt. At its most extreme, it's going to be absolute terror. Now, you've heard me say this before on this podcast, so I'm going to say it again. I don't shy away from it. We know now that governments, all governments, right, not just the ones who are perceiving, inverted commas, bad governments or evil governments of the past, we now know that all governments work on propaganda, okay? They're less about educating and informing the population, and it's more about manipulating the population's emotional responses. We saw it in the UK over Brexit. No one that I saw was really explaining the genuine situation. On either side, by the way, no one was really trying to explain what a Brexit would mean and what staying and remaining would mean. They really just got into a campaign of trying to win people's hearts, not trying to win their minds, just trying to get people to turn on each other, get people angry at certain demographics, blame certain people, blame certain things. And what happened, of course, is it was an incendiary device that really ripped through the UK and divided us into these two camps that were almost split, obviously, as we know from the vote, literally down the middle. Half the people were Remainers and half people were Leavers. And I really don't mean or want to, and I'm not trying certainly to offend anybody right now, but I've spoken and heard from a lot of people that were very strong devotees of one side or the other. I've also spoken to most people, by the way, that were kind of in the middle somewhere and thought 
it was probably better to stay or, you know what, it might be better to leave. But I've spoken to people who were really strong on both sides and both on the surface have really compelling arguments. Their arguments, I'll be honest with you, were not their own thoughts. They were the thoughts that were being played out on TV. So they picked their side, they picked their champion, and then they would quote that side's information. So people that have absolutely no understanding about economics were talking about the economic issues of Brexit. People that have no understanding about immigration talking about the immigration impacts of Brexit. And what happened was is that their hearts were won over already. And we know this now in everything that we do. The heart gets won over. And then the brain justifies where the heart goes. So in sales, for example, you walk into the showroom, you fall in love with the car that you want. You already know you want it. It takes about three seconds, by the way, to decide on whether you want something or not. The rest of the sales process is all about convincing the mind to follow that heart. And in politics, it's exactly the same. Let's get the heart. Let's get the heart. Let's pull them into Brexit. Let's get the heart and let's pull them into Remain. Now, let's give them the information that they can basically share with their friends. Give them the information that they can share with themselves to justify the position that we're already in. Now, these people, right, yourself, myself included, by the way, we believe what we think. Of course, we believe what we think. We believe what we feel because it's inside of us and it feels very real. And we have our own truths. And I've done many episodes over the past couple of months or so about this because I'm watching it unfold in the media around me right now. And again, I keep saying this, regardless of whether you believe that everything you're being told is true or regardless of whether you believe that everything you're being told is false or let's be honest, most likely somewhere in between the two of those things, it doesn't matter as long as you understand that you're being played. Regardless, right, of what you feel, you're being played. You're being played to go one way or you're being played to go the other way. And the hardest thing in life is to really decipher what is your truth, to really challenge your truth, to challenge what you're being told is the truth that you believe is the truth, and to challenge that to really try and get to the bottom of what your actual truth is. It's really hard. It's harder than you ever think possible. You think, well, I know this to be true 100%. And I drive Tracy crazy, by the way, because very rarely are you going to find me polarized on one side or the other. I always say to people like, you know, I'm like 80% this and 60% this and 30% that and 99%. You know, rarely will I say 100% this is what's going on. What I say is, you know what? I'm like 99% sure this is what's going on. I'm like 95% sure that's what's going on. And what that does is it keeps me honest and it keeps me open and it keeps me lucid to my own manipulation from inside of me, my own unconscious biases. It keeps me awake to what I've been told outside of myself. It protects me from committing myself so far down a single line that actually when I start to see evidence that I'm wrong, if I'm 100% and I've backed it and I've invested so much of myself into believing a truth, it's very hard for me to then accept that it's a lie. And therefore, if I sit there and say, look, it's 99%, and that's probably the most you're going to have me say on anything, right? I'm 99% sure this is what's going on. I'm 99% sure this is the situation. I'm 99% sure this is the truth. And what it does, that 1% of doubt keeps me honest because what it means is I'm open to being wrong. And I've been accused on social media, I don't know if you follow me on any social media, but I've only put a handful of posts out around the situation we're facing around the pandemic, etc. And in those posts, I just challenge, I just challenge and question what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm challenging what doesn't make sense to me. Now, at no point am I saying I'm 100% right. At no point am I saying that anyone else is 100% wrong. 
All I'm saying is this doesn't make sense to me. Does this not make sense to you? And I'm sharing that to give people that also see things that don't make sense with them, potentially to see that they're not alone and potentially for them to see that they also have a voice. This isn't about going out and protesting. This isn't about me going out and telling you you're being lied to. This isn't anything. If you go back through all my podcast episodes, you know where I'm coming from from this. There's certain things that we know. We know that politics got hijacked by big brand marketing. It's what I call big brand politics now. And it became much more about marketing than it did about informing people or educating people. We know that. We've seen that in our own timeline. We saw it with Margaret Thatcher. We saw it with New Labour and Tony Blair, the rebrand, Saatchi and Saatchi. You know, the biggest UK or certainly the highest profile UK big brand marketing agency moving heavily into political agendas and helping those political leaders to create campaigns that did what? To inform people? Well, you get analysts in for that, right? You get consultants in for that. Why do you get marketing people in? Because you're trying to sell something. You're trying to manipulate an emotion. We know this to be true because we've seen it in our own timeline. What I can't be sure of is, is that sinister or not? What I say is it's cynical. For me, it's cynical that we live in a world where rather than being informed and educated, we live in a world where we've been manipulated emotionally in order to follow a certain path because that's the lazy way of getting the population to follow something or follow an agenda rather than informing and educating that population. And I say it's cynical because I want to live in a world where we're educated to make our own decisions because I believe if we get the right information and we get the right education, I truly believe in all of mankind to make the right decisions for itself. And the truth of the matter is we're not being given all that information. But very rarely you're going to hear me say this 100% this is what it is. The reason being, that 1%, 2%, 10%, 20%, 50%, whatever it is, it keeps me open. And anyone that thinks I'm closed-minded, anyone that thinks that I'm not open to an alternative narrative has never listened to anything that I've ever put out there. Because whilst in my business career and everything else, I'm here to inform and educate people. And I say to you, look, this is the best way forward. This is the rules. You'll also hear me sit and say, look, once you know the rules, you can break those rules. And I'll also say this is information that, is generic, right? I'm saying, right, you know what? For most small businesses, this is what you want to do. Based on what? Based on me having personally mentored 400, 500, something like that businesses, my own personal experience in my own businesses. This is what I found to be true. This is what I've seen work the majority of the time. And you'll hear me. And I do caveat a lot of what I say. And the reason I caveat this is because we just don't know 100% very much at all. So this isn't about politics. This isn't even about the current situation, the pandemic, etc. This is to try and communicate to both sides as I see unfolding. You've got people that believe 100% this is a total, total deep state conspiracy. You've got people that believe 100% that this is completely real and everything they're being told is factual and as it is. You've then got the majority of people that actually are in the middle somewhere. You've got people that don't necessarily believe in a massive conspiracy, but they do believe that they're being manipulated by the government or there's some other underhand agenda that's going on. They're not sure what it is, but they don't trust it because what they're seeing doesn't make total sense. You've got other people who believe in the majority of what they're being told in the mainstream media and by governments, etc. But they're sceptical that what they've been told as a solution to this is the right solution. They're sceptical of whether it makes total sense, whether it totally adds up. So you can see you've got this whole scale. You've got this hard right, you've got this hard left, and then most people are somewhere in the middle. Some people tip slightly to the right, as in they mostly think what they're being told is true. They're not 100% convinced that it's the only truth, 
but fundamentally they think this is probably kind of what's going on. And that's kind of the language people will use if they're really honest with themselves. Yeah, I kind of think that this is probably what's true. Where division happens is when you get people going to one side or the other hard, hard left, hard right. That's when you get massive division. And when the hard right, and I don't mean this in terms of right wing, left wing, by the way. So maybe I should correct my language. We'll use red and blue. I can't use that either. That sounds like Labour and Conservative. Let's sit there and say, right, I don't know, uh, trees and flowers, right? Because I'm not trying to be political at all. I'm really not. Trees and flowers. So one lot are hard trees and one lot are hard flowers. And when you have that, you have this great division. And you get polarisation. And polarisation actually is not good for society. It's not good for the individual. Now, certainty is a strong, powerful force. However, when you can instill certainty in people that is actually certainty that sits behind a lie, now you have massive manipulation. If you don't manage your own perspective, if you don't pick the angle through which you see the news, the angle through which you see society, the angle through which you see agendas being played out, if you don't choose that, then you are at risk of being manipulated one way or the other. And everything I talk about, everything, I'll share my perspective and my views on what's going on. And I'll tell you what I think is cynical in the world right now. And I have on multiple episodes. But if you listen to my core message, the core message I put out all the time, I want you to choose what's right for you. I want you to find your truth. I want you to find out what is right for you. And right now, if you're hard right or hard left, hard flowers or hard trees, you will shut down instantly and say, I know that, George, this is the truth. I know that, George, this is the truth. And the other person will be like, no, you know what? I know exactly what the truth is. I had a conversation with a really intelligent person about religion. Dangerous game, right? Really, really genuinely smart guy, this guy, right? I mean, really respect the guy and everything else. And I was asking him and I said to him, so go on and tell me, what's, what's, you know, what's, your, you know, what's your views on religion? And he paused for a moment, looked up, did some recollecting and quoted his Bible. And I'm like, okay, right, that's, that's out of your Bible, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, but what do you think? And he went back and he quoted another paragraph out of the Bible. And I was like, but that's from your Bible, right? And he went, yeah. I said, but what do you think? And he quoted something else in the Bible. And again, I'm not getting political, crying out loud, this would be terrible, right, on here. But I was blown away by this guy that was really smart. And I'm not here to dispel his religion or anything. I just wanted to know, what did he think? What did he think about religion? And he'd been so indoctrinated, it sounds negative in this sense, but I don't mean it in that way. I've got the utmost respect for this guy. But he'd been indoctrinated by his religion to the point where he didn't even have his own thoughts anymore. When he was asked about anything, he could only quote his Bible. And actually, regardless of whether it's religion, regardless of whether it's politics, regardless of whether it's coronavirus, a flu fucking vaccine, or anything else that's going on in the world right now, I actually think that's a little bit dangerous. I'm not here to say your Bible's wrong. I'm not here to say your beliefs in vaccines are wrong. I'm not here to say that your belief in your political views are wrong. But I will say if you're incapable of constructing a sentence in your own fucking words to explain to me what your perspective is on this, as opposed to quoting the conspiracy theories word for word verbatim or quoting the government leaders verbatim or the World Health Organization or some scientist or the Sun or the Daily Mail or the Telegraph or whatever, the Washington Post, the New York Times. If you're incapable of putting together your own thoughts in your own words about what's going on, you simply don't know enough about what's going on. You haven't questioned your religion enough if your only answers about your religion are absolute quoted phrases and paragraphs from your Bible in the same way 
as if you're an atheist just quoting Richard Dawkins verbatim or Ricky Gervais or any other great atheist thinkers. I'm going to challenge you and say you haven't questioned enough. This isn't to say that you should question your religion per se. You do what you want. It's your religion. It's your politics. It's your news. It's your truths. But for me, if you want to find your freedom, if you want to find your truths, if you want to find who you are in this world, you have to question things. If you don't question things, you'll find your way to one camp or another camp. Most people, if they're honest with themselves, actually are not hard right, hard left, hard red, hard green, hard trees, hard flowers. Most people, if they're really honest, are one side or the other. You know, it's not like a football team where, you know, I'm Liverpool to the end and I hate Arsenal to the day I die, right? Most people are not like that in most of their life. You tend to get that sometimes in football. I've used that as an example deliberately. But in most people's lives, actually, it's like, you know what, I'm mostly in favour of this. I'd like this to be the outcome. I'm mostly in favour of Brexit. I'm mostly in favour of remaining, you know. And if they're really honest, it's like I'm 55% this, I'm 60% that, I'm 80% that, whatever it might be. So what I want you to think about is when you start to think of things that you believe is the truth, when you start to listen to the information that aligns with that truth, when you start to get pulled hard right, hard left, is to understand that that's massive division, but also you're probably fucking wrong. Because the chances that the conspiracy theories, for example, around the current pandemic, the chances that they're 100% right is almost infeasible. But equally, the chances that everything we've been told in the media, if we're really honest about it, the stuff that doesn't add up, and there is stuff that doesn't add up. And I've had debates with people about this. And again, the people that debate the hardest with me aren't even thinking for themselves. They're just throwing back some other article that they've read. But most people, if you're really honest with yourself, you can't say, right, 100%, this is 100% true, right? What the government's telling us is 100% true. What the World Health Organization is telling us is 100% true. What the national media is saying to us, the mainstream media, 100% true. You know, the fact that Facebook is censoring, that YouTube is censoring, you know, censorship's higher than I've ever seen it before over this stuff. If you don't sit there and smell just a little bit of something that gives you just a little bit of doubt that it's 100% true what's going on, I don't think you're thinking. And I don't want to insult you. I really appreciate you listening to my podcast and I really appreciate you subscribing and listening to my words. And even if I'm offending you right now or I'm being divisive or you don't like what I'm saying, then please just accept it as coming from the heart and coming from where I'm always coming from, which is I want people to truly create the world that they want to live in. I want people to create the experience they want to have in life. And I want people to create the business, the lifestyle, to create the world around them that they want to create. And I truly believe that when people really go into themselves and question themselves really hard, why do I want this? Why do I believe this is true? Why do I feel this? Why do I think this? But also then to look externally to the influences and the manipulations around us and saying, you know, why does that person have such a vested interest in me feeling like this? Why does that company have such a vested interest in pulling me one way or pushing me another way? Why is the news you know, seemingly hell-bent on getting me to hate on something or to love on something. If you're not questioning that stuff, you're going to get pulled into someone else's agenda and someone else's narrative. And from the minute we set up our company, Bigger, Brighter, Bolder, nearly, what, 12 years ago, nearly now, the tagline used to be right at the beginning, set yourself free. And setting yourself free is about unplugging yourself from the system, 
not unplugging yourself and going off and living in, I don't know, the darkest depths of the mountains with an underground bunker, but unplugging yourself from the manipulations, unplugging yourself from the agendas, unplugging yourself from people that do not have your best interests at heart, but do have a vested interest in winning your heart. And for me, we can only do that if we're questioning. And when someone goes out on social media and challenges me, and this one particular guy said it, and honestly, I went off the rails because it was so unfair and so wrong. George, we know you're only interested in people that agree with you. The mere fact that I'm questioning the narrative, the mere fact that I'm questioning the conspiracy theories, the mere fact that I'll say I'm 90% sure on something and 70% sure on something is absolute evidence that I'm wide open to alternative narratives. I'm wide open to alternative truths because if you're not open to alternatives, you're locked into one thing that you believe is true and then you're trapped. Freedom comes from daring to be wrong. Freedom comes from daring to be wrong about who you are, daring to be wrong about what it is that you want out of life, daring to be wrong about your political agendas and and the political agendas that you follow, daring to be wrong about the newspapers that you read, what you believe to be true about society, about yourself, about other people. That's where freedom comes from. The ability to sit in the possibility. And then you know what? You'll say, for now, this is what I truly believe is real. They say, okay, how much do you believe it's true? 98%, 96%, 90%. How much do you believe the possibility of this other extreme thing? You know what? I think it's really unlikely Do I think it's completely impossible? Only a fool would say that. You're like, I'm 99% sure that's not true. And when you start to gain that greater perspective on what you believe is true, what you believe is real, what you're being told, what you're hearing, what you've been indoctrinated with, when you start to question those things, or at least open to questions, you might not even actively go out and question your religion and question your political alliances and question what sports team you like and question your goals and question your business dynamics and question why you're having the wealth you are, the health you are, you know, rather than going out there all the time, constantly questioning, that's exhausting. It's just accepting a deep down level, being wide in a way that there's a part of you that's open. And when you hear something that jars you, instead of you shutting the door on that and saying, you're a fucking idiot, you're a fool, because that's what we're seeing right now. If you're something and you believe in this thing, you're a sheep. If you're something and you believe in something, then you're this massive idiot. And what's happening is we're dividing ourselves into sheep and idiots, depending on what side you are. The sheep don't see them as sheep, and the idiots don't see themselves as idiots, but each sees each other that way. Now what we've got is we've got tribes, Now we've got divisiveness. So for me, it's not about sitting in this uncertain place where nothing's real and everything could be real. Absolutely, we navigate our way through life based on the truths that we feel right now. My agenda, if there is one, is to encourage human beings, mankind, you, myself, everyone, to try and find their deepest truths, their deep-rooted, honest truths inside of themselves Because from there, they can be incredibly powerful and strong and they are free. But until we find our truth, and we cannot find the truth in any individual thing outside, we can only try and find the truth that sits within us. This is one of my truths I'm sharing with you right now. One of my truths is I'm never going to be 100% certain about anything and certainly not about most things. And that's a truth for me. 
and that truth works for me. Does that mean that that truth is ever going to be wrong? Well, no. Sometime in the future, I may be presented with evidence. I may come across a book. I may go and seek out some information to question that. You know, question the truth that you can ever have one 100% truth inside of yourself. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Right now, my truth for me is to set yourself free, you must question. You have to question. It's one of the things that enabled us to evolve as the species that we are. To challenge and to question, to question ourselves, to question each other, to question our leaders. And that is not a threat to anything, but it can trigger that threat response. It's threatening to our political leaders if we challenge and question their motives. It's challenging to the scientists if we question their results. And any scientist that doubles down on what they believe is true, as if it's 100% the truth, is never going to be open to the possibility of being wrong. And if they can't be open to the possibility of being wrong, they are at real risk of never finding the truth. I saw a documentary about a deep sea diver slash scientist that uncovered off the shore of this island what he believed to be uh, the remnants of an ancient society. What he saw, and he showed it, and it looked like it to me, which was channels that looked very much like the channels you would see at an old ruin. The underground foundations, the you know, looked very man-made. He took this finding and started to explore himself and saw more and more increasing evidence that this was an ancient society that obviously, however many thousands of years ago, was above where the water level was right now. Excited, he took these findings to other scientists who immediately said they cannot be remnants or ruins of a human society because we know that the age of what you're saying, we know that that was below water and therefore we know 100% that it cannot be human ruins despite what was evident right in front of their face, regardless of what you're seeing, their, their minds were incapable of perceiving that this was man-made because they'd put all of their certainty into one single truth. And the one single truth is that at this particular time in our history, the water was at this level, therefore this would have been underwater, therefore this cannot be, regardless of what you show them. You could have showed them a taxi buried down there, a pillar box, you could have showed them a donut shop and a coffee shop down there, and they still would be saying, I know what I'm looking at, but it can't be true, because what we know to be true is this one thing. So my challenge to you is... Can you truly see what's right in front of you? Or are you so bought into one truth that you cannot even conceive of what you're seeing in front of you? Are you so bought into conspiracy that you're incapable of seeing any truth in what's been told to us? Are you so bought into the mainstream media narrative and the government narrative you're so bought into that single truth that you're incapable of seeing the questions that are being raised by people that are questioning what's going on right now, questioning the government's handling of it, questioning whether the solution makes sense given the threat 
They did a survey on this across the globe. And across the globe, the masses, people, believed the threat of coronavirus was multiple times worse than it actually was. That's no fucking accident, right? Mainstream media sells through grabbing headlines. If they can grab your attention with a grabbing headline and you read, they win, right? They make money. That's how they do it. They, get, they need eyeballs. Good news doesn't get the same eyeballs as bad news. Optimism doesn't get the same eyeballs as pessimism. The world is great doesn't get anywhere near the amount of eyeballs as the world's going into a dark, dark, dark time, which is what we've been bombarded with right now, which has prompted me to create this episode for you right now. Literally, this episode is going out tomorrow. I'm making this right now because the world is changing very fast in my country, in the UK. You know, we're getting new rules daily. We're expecting to hear some more stuff later today. And once again, we're being hit with doom and gloom. And once again, we're being hit with the science. And once again, we're being hit. But guess what? We're only seeing one part of the narrative. And I'm here to tell you, you are only being given one. If you're only looking at mainstream media, if you're only looking at headlines, you're only hearing one part of what's going on right now. And if you open yourself up to more information, you too will have questions. And this isn't going to make you a conspiracy theorist. This isn't going to make you wrong for believing in the mainstream story, but it will set you free that if I ask you, what's your view on this? What's your perspective on this? What do you think about what's going on right now? You'll be able to give me a sentence, a paragraph. We're able to sit down, have a coffee. We might even be able to debate it out for an afternoon or for a couple of days or for a bloody week and a month of Sundays because you'll have your own fucking thoughts and you'll have your own idea on what's going on. The more information you put yourself into the proximity of, the more chance you have of finding the truth or getting closer to that truth. If you're only reading the Mail on Sunday or the Sun, you're only going to see one perspective. If you're only watching CNN or Fox, you're only seeing one perspective. If you're only listening to one guru or the other, or one religion or the other, you're only going to see one small, narrow bandwidth of truth that's being presented to you. And each one of those may or may not be the truth, but they are not the only truth and the sole truth. And whilst keeping your perspective in a place where you're open-minded, where you are 90% this, but you know what? I might be wrong. I'm 99% this. I don't think I'm wrong. I'd be massively surprised if I'm wrong. But, you know, I'll be honest with you, there's still that 1% chance. When we're in that place, we're open to the opportunity of getting closer to the actual truth. We investigate, we explore, we question. And the more we do that, the more we come up with our own perspective on something. And from there, we are free. And from there, we are empowered. And from there, we create a better society. If I have offended you in any way in this episode, I do apologize, but kind of don't apologize. Please don't unsubscribe. We will get back to our normal programming. Uh, you've learned to love very, very shortly. And, uh, but I'm going to continue to come back and push on this because the truth of the matter is I want you to be free to create the life you want, to create you, the individual, the personality that you want, the experience of life that you want. I want you to create the physical, tangible world that you want around you, your family, your loved ones. I want you to have the success in business that you want, to create the business you want. I want you to set yourself free. And I'm using the current narrative as a punctuation point for what I've been talking about now for many, many, many years, multiple decades. And in this current business for nearly 12 years now, this message has been consistent 
from the moment I've been put in front of people. I was talking about this stuff in my late teens and my early 20s, and I'm still talking about it now, and I will be talking about it to the day I die. We must not, we absolutely must not allow an individual, an organization, an agenda, a leader, anything to have the controls of our life. We cannot allow the manipulation of our own systems that manipulate us. Our emotional responses, what we love, what we hate, what makes us angry, what brings us joy, what brings us passion. We cannot allow other people, other agendas to get in there and hijack those emotions and therefore manipulate our behaviors and therefore manipulate what we do that aligns with an external agenda that does not have our best interests at heart. I'm not naming any names. I have suspicions of organizations, individuals, political groups that maybe don't have our best interests at heart, but that's for me. I'm 60% certain that this person doesn't have our best interests at heart. I'm 90% certain this organization doesn't have our best interests at heart. But that's for me. That's my truth. And if you want to hear them, then invite me for a chat and we'll chat about them. I want you to find your own. I want you to uncover your own truths, to discover your own true self, to create the life of your own choosing and to have the experience of life that you desire. If you do that, that's how you set yourself free. Okay, so a slightly longer one here for you today. Hope you enjoyed that. If you didn't enjoy it, don't worry about it. Come back. There's lots of good shit coming up for you. I'm absolutely committed to helping small, ambitious business owners create the life they want, the experience of life they want, and the businesses that they want. And this podcast is absolutely, unconditionally dedicated to that. And everything I put out there, I need you to know, is uh, to create that outcome, to give you the opportunity to make that happen for yourself. Keep yourself above the water, keep your perspective positive, see with your own eyes, don't blindly follow, live your life the way you want to live your life, create what you want to create in life, set yourself free, set those people around you free. I do believe there is a wonderful future ahead of us and it may look somewhat different to the world that we live in right now. So let's just keep riding out this roller coaster to the best we possibly can by ourselves, by our fellow business owners and by our fellow human beings. If you want to go and follow me on social media, you can find all my social media links in the descriptions of this episode. Also, go and check out the website, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. You can find loads of resources there and you can also find a little bit more about what we do and how we help serve ambitious business owners. Also, don't forget, you've got the Six Figure Fast Track, how to take your business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. The rules for success, they haven't changed given what we're going through right now. It's just become much more important that we apply them. You can find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. You'll see the link in the descriptions as well. Go and check us out. Connect with me. Subscribe to this podcast. Let's get through this together. I've been predicting it a little while now, I'll be honest with you. I said we're going to have a bit of a bumpy ride through autumn and the winter, but I truly believe that spring is going to spring in every sense of the word. I do believe that the world's going to get a better place. I do believe that life's going to improve 
for individuals and for business owners. I think we just have a bit of a bumpy six months ahead of us. I'm here committed to helping you get through it. I'd love to have you on my life raft as well. I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth from raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.